Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Guys, we've been talking about KD and what Memphis should do to grab him. And we, we got to get into Jameis, but man, people want to talk about this, and really so do I. It, Jay brings up such a good point. If you are Memphis, you're trying to sit, you know, obviously Jaws mm-hmm. untouchable. And then Desmond Bain is the thing that the whole deal would turn on because you really don't want to give him up. But if you're Brooklyn, the guy you really want is Desmond Bain. I mean, Desmond Bain along with Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Ooh. It's a lot. So in the end, do you do it or not? Should Memphis go all in? That would mean including Bain in a package with Jaron Jackson and the draft picks to get Kevin Durant and pair him with a younger version of Russell Westbrook who can shoot the ball and, and, and for all we know, gets along with KD. Should they do it? I think they should. But, Max, what I will say is if you're Brooklyn, you're not doing it. Keep telling me what – I'm keeping Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving this year. You Melissa, can keep throwing more options at me, but I'm keeping them. Melissa's in Boston, and you know they already turned uh, Jalen Brown, and, no, oh, we want everybody. We want Marcus Smart, too. Melissa in Boston, what do you think? Yeah, how's it, how's it going, you guys? Hey, How Melissa. you doing this morning? Hey, yeah, you know, um, what I have to say is uh, I think, I think um, you know, uh, I'm going to disagree with, with Keyshawn. And, uh, uh, Key, how you doing? Um, you I'm doing? a big fan of yours. Um, but I think there's a, there's a new um, formula out there, and it's about winning. And um, I think uh, the football uh, franchise that just won the Super Bowl – is um, pulling it off, or they pulled it off, and it's about you know what you got to go for it. And um, I don't know who they're going to give up, but uh, um, Boston, uh, you know, put a good package together. I wasn't wanting to get rid of uh, Jalen Brown by no means, but um, if if you want to um, win now, um, you have to give up some things. And you guys didn't mention what Danny Ainge did, and that. Go bear trade really screwed up things for everyone because now the Nets want you know, like too much. You know what I mean? But the Grizzlies are young, and if they got Durant, they'd be they'd be deadly. You would think the, if, if the, the only um, thing is you know, what, can KD play? If K, I'm with you, Melissa. If KD can play a most of a full season, sixty plus games, you put him with Jai, you still have stuff left over. I'd have to do it, but I'm sure they're weighing that too. Thirty four years old, been injury prone even since. Since the uh, the Achilles, she, she makes a case though. It's like Les Snead and the Rams and Matthew Stafford, right? What, what was that shirt he yep. wore? Blink them picks. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you accumulate picks to go get assets, right? If you can get the asset and Kevin Durant combined with John Morant, you can worry about as long as you don't have to give up. To me, it's Desmond Bain. I'm keeping Desmond Bain. If you think you are right there, the Rams thought we need a quarterback right now. It's a huge thing, but like we have everything else, and they were right. And and you know. Didn't no, they didn't give up. up. They didn't trade Jalen Ramsey. They didn't give up right. Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Right? They didn't give up Cam Akers. They gave up some picks in a quarterback that they did not want. But ooh, we'll talk about the draft they don't value at all. Didn't they move up to the take one piece? Didn't they move up to take um, Jared Goff? If and they moved serves. up. They, yeah, they moved so, up. To so get think Jared about Goff. how many. First, there were two firsts and a third for Stafford, plus the first, plus whatever else they traded to move up to get Jared Goff. Oh, it was in the like first place. Five, it was like five ones in the end, dude. But it but it worked. But Here, Key's point is, yeah, give up the draft picks. Don't give up the players that don't give up the bird in the hand. Don't give up the guys you know are already good. 
I mean, but you don't know whether Jaron – I mean, you know Jaron Jackson defensively is first team, but you don't know if he's going to be the pinnacle player that you hope he can be. He has injury issues, right? It's the reason why they keep drafting a lot of forwards. This has been a common thread throughout the theme in Memphis about their players, and here's why you don't give up Desmond Bain. Bain shot 45% on above-the-break threes last regular season, highest in the NBA, 38% from the left corner three, 40.6 from the right corner three. He's a floor spacer, and he's he was a, a be- big-time defender listen, from the they perimeter. Had a, they had a much better record without Ja, which we know is not, you know, Ja's a great, better player. But that, Desmond Bain was the best player on the team when they had the best record in the league without Ja, right? Like, he's really good. All right, we're going to keep weighing in on this. You're going to keep weighing in on this. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Should Memphis go all in for KD? This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. And, guys, finally, how far can Jameis Winston take the Saints? Are they the sleeper team in the NFC? Key, it worked like... You, like, usually when you draft a guy, say, like, Josh Allen, and you have this plan, these grand plans, it doesn't work out perfectly like it did. Every year he gets better, and you get him the receiver, and now he's the superstar. Same thing with Jameis Winston. Just because, you know, he's throwing too many interceptions. Oh, I have an idea. He'll sit behind Drew Brees, and he'll have Sean Payton as a coach. And after, But it seemed to work that way. Because when he saw action, he looked really good last year, I thought. Can't, how far can he take the Saints team? Well, Jameis Winston looked good in Tampa Bay, Max. I think when uh, people looking at the 30 interceptions and not the 5,000 yards in the air and the 30 touchdowns, we all point to the 30 interceptions without even discounting bad routes, misinformation, uh, balls off receivers' hands. You discount that and slice that in half, that's only 15 picks. Nevertheless, you move forward to the New Orleans Saints. I think Jameis Winston is going to do just fine. I think when you talk about the addition of Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, and when they get Alvin Kamara back, what will that be? Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, moves over to head coach. That's okay because he'll still be in charge and running the defense. They kept the DNA inside the building. They didn't go outside and get a coach that didn't understand what the culture of the New Orleans Saints is all about. Pete Carmichael on the offensive side of the ball will be dialing up the plays. I think that they've always given the Bucks fits. That'll be the case again this year. Um, they are, as far as a sleeper team, I don't necessarily know how you call them a sleeper. I, I think you, you look at where they were a year ago prior to Jameis Winston getting hurt. Once he got hurt, they fell apart just like the Baltimore Ravens when they lost Lamar Jackson. So I'm looking for them to be one of the top three to four teams in the NFC from beginning to end. I love the Saints. Um, obviously, that defense and Dennis Allen, they don't miss a beat. Their OC is still intact. I think Jameis Winston is an underrated quarterback. I think he's going to have a, a, a pretty big breakout year. I just wonder about the health of Michael Thomas. I think that's a big thing. I mean, now has a hamstring injury. You're wondering about what that's going to be. Because I think with him on the, on, the, on the field, it takes his team over the top. Like, and we, we can sit here and talk about other wide receivers and Alvin Kamara and some of the injuries he's had too. But to me, Kia comes down to Michael Thomas and what his health is like. Yeah, he's healthy. Well, I mean, as Key brought as up last as week. Sim- simple as that, he's healthy. As Don't Key- listen to, I have a hamstring, oh, I'm sore. Yeah, you're going to be sore. You haven't run this much on a consistent basis in years. So, yes, you're going to be sore. Well, as Key, you brought up last week, the thing about Jameis, and you say he was already good with the with the Bucks, but 
30 interceptions is a lot. Yes, he did some good things, and he could throw it down the field. But yeah, but he see, also again, like I said, Max, right. don't was, focus in on the 30. I'm, that's not because they will, try to, they will try and make your mind believe he was the reason he but, was all him that threw the is, 30. The bottom line is the team that had him didn't want to give him that second contract, right? Like there's a re- it's not because it's he was lighting the world on fire, even though he led the league in passing yards that year with over 5,000 5,000. Yeah. So, but it did seem to benefit him. The thing that he needed – to, to get under control, he went to the right place to get that under control. Sean Payton, yes. Drew Brees, a year of that seemed to – and your point is Michael Tom, Thomas is a, a real good – like he's the ideal guy for Jameis because of the catch radius. You don't need to be the world's most accurate quarterback, which Drew Brees was. There was a, a viral video on, uh, on social media of Drew Brees uh, competing against an archer, like a gold medalist archer from the Olympics and he beat him in an accuracy. He hit more bullseye than the bullseyes from the same distance than the archer. Like Drew Brees, most accurate dude ever, but you don't really need that for Michael Thomas. You just need a guy to get it in the vicinity. He'll catch it. Hmm. So it seems to be the ideal situation for a big year. Can you even call them a sleeper? I don't call them sleepers. I don't, I think they're a very good football team. I look at where they were at a year ago I look at all of those sort of things and adding the extra additions of players. Yeah, you could subtract Sean Payton not being there, but the culture is still intact. They didn't go out and get Nathaniel Hackett from the Green Bay Packers to come in and coach this football team. They got a guy that was already on the sideline, had been on the sideline, walked through the building, understands the culture of the team. And I think that that was extremely important to Gail Benson, the owner of the New Orleans Saints, to make sure that everything was still kind of in the building and intact. Aaron Rodgers says he's seeing improvement in the Packers' young wideouts. Hot news or not news? Going to play it with Dan Graziano, but first. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Listen to KJM on your smart speakers. Just say play ESPN Radio. Download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and it is hot news or not news. Brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider. You all stretched up, Dan? I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's get it, Dan. Tom Brady returning to the Bucks after an absence. Is this hot news or not news, Dan? I think it's hot news, Max. I don't know what they were going to do if he didn't come back. Look, he was always going to come back, obviously. Uh, but when you talk to people in the Buccaneers building over the last three years, there is a different feeling when Brady is there. He, he changes everything about that team. So you see what's going on here with their offensive linemen kind of dropping like flies and question marks here, there. On. Brady comes back, everything feels right with the world. And my understanding is he picked up right where he left off. Yesterday's practice was sharp. Everybody was excited to have him back. And obviously, uh, even though they, they excused the absence and they said it was always going to be fine, it, it feels a lot better for the Buccaneers to have him there. Yeah, this isn't news at all. Tom Brady was never going anywhere. He was only taking his little vacation He's or whatever back, it was. Yeah, but it's not news. I get it. We we want to make it news because it's Tom Brady. But you are right. He makes everything better. All-star players, when they walk back into a building or on the field, it makes things better. It's relaxed. Everybody is calm now. Even the ones that was wondering what was going on, their minds could be at ease. But it's not news. It's time. He was never retiring or anything. He just decided he to tell the team. In March. Yeah, but he, 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 he told the team. He goes on vacation. He goes on the mask. Yeah, but I mean, he's all over the place. He, he, all he did was put in for his uh, hiatus a couple months ago to let them know, hey, I'm going to do this in the middle of training yeah. camp. I'll see you guys at the end of training camp. Dan, here's why I think it's hot news. Isn't this the last year on Tom Brady's deal? I mean, so any kind of hiatus, any kind of question mark that makes you wonder, is he reconsidering? Is he filming something? Is it about his family? Does, does he want to spend more time with his family? All leads to, is he staying for another couple of years in Tampa Bay, or will he go somewhere else? It's not hot news because there's no change in the plan. This At was all. the plan. Zero. So, so they said originally he's going to be away from the team for X number of days. Those number of days passed. Now he came back for the team. The, the hot news would be is if the plan changed. But since it didn't, I can't call it hot news. Yeah. Tom Brady, maybe not be hot news, although according to Jay and to Dan, it is. What about Baker Mayfield, named the week one starter for the Panthers? Is that hot news or not news, Dan Graziano? I, I, I think it's hot news. It was trending this way for a while, but... It says a lot about the Carolina Panthers situation that they went this way, right? They had Sam Darnold in their building and playing for them all last year. They had him there all this offseason. And then right before camp, they trade for Baker Mayfield. So that tells you we're not content with Sam Darnold. We're not happy with where we think we can go with him. This is a coaching staff and a front office that's under a lot of pressure to win. And they have chosen Baker Mayfield as the guy to help them do that right away. Remember, this is not a building Carolina Panthers team. This is a team that needs to be able to plug in a quarterback and win games. Uh, the fact that the first game is against the Browns is fantastic because of what we know about Baker Mayfield and pettiness. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's hot news. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, certainly hot news. Baker gets a job as a starting quarterback in Carolina. He's back to one of the top 32 quarterbacks in the National Football League. 
I think it's even more hotter because you, much like you said, Dan, you talk about the front office under pressure. You talk about Matt Rue under pressure. And Sam Darnold now has become, it seems, is going to be a lifetime backup in the National Football mm. League. So it certainly is hot news. I think this is blazing hot news because he got exactly what he wanted. He wanted to be out of Cleveland because the way they came about him with Deshaun Watson, he finds himself on the starters as a starter with the Panthers. And isn't their first game against the Cleveland Browns? I mean, how could you ask for a better scenario for that <laughs> other than Baker? I mean, come on, Baker. That's I, perfect. I can't call it hot news for the same reason with Brady. When they <laughs> sign Baker to be the starter, obviously, they bring him in to be the starter. And, and, and if, if it would have been hot news if Darnold beat him out. That's like, oh, wait a minute. Darnold's basically putting up backup numbers. He beats you out. Baker, that's bad for Baker. But he beat out Darnold, which is what he was supposed to do. I can't call it hot news, but Come I've on, been Max. overruled. It's a slow off season. A team named a starting quarterback yesterday. This is hot news. Duly noted. Kayvon <laughs> Thibodeau to miss three to four weeks. See, now it's hot, Dan, because it's a New York football giant. Now I'm interested. Uh, after the MCL sprain, hot news or not news? It's hot news because it could have been worse. Obviously, I think everybody held their breath and was, and was concerned when they saw the hit, when they saw him leave the game. Uh, but the fact is uh, he's going to be out for yeah, – he could be back in time for, you know, week one, week two-ish, but they're not going to rush him back. I think uh, it, it's disappointing for the Giants because this is a player they obviously hope would make an impact right away. And now, even if he does come back early in the season, probably takes him a little while to get back up to speed in terms of full strength. Uh, but it's it's good news for sure that it wasn't worse. Yeah, it's it's hot news that it wasn't worse. Thank God that he was able to walk off under his own power, Dan, and, and get back to work here in the next several weeks to help the team try to win some football games. I think when you look at the particular play, you got somebody sliding, you got Thaddeus Moss sliding from the other side. You've got to now take an opportunity to really assess what you need to be doing as far as Thibodeau is concerned. He could have certainly avoided that particular injury if he was doing what they teach him to do uh, from a defensive standpoint. Learn to use your hands, learn to put those hands on top of those shoulders and push off, and you could have avoided the injury, but I'm glad he's healthy again. It's certainly hot news. I think it's hot news. It just brings up the overall subject, and I know what Thaddeus Moss did was legal, but Dan and Key, like, why won't they just ban cut blocks? Like what, what? I mean, I think they're still, uh, they're still important uh, technique-wise in terms of blocking and that they've, they've banned them in certain areas of the field where they yes. think they're most dangerous. But I think there's, you know, I, I think to, to Key's point, I mean, what you hear a lot talking about this is the defensive player can, can avoid this situation uh, with proper technique. And, um, you know, I, I, to ban them completely is just another, it, 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 I don't know, just another way of, it would be a way of helping the defense out, and obviously the rule changes don't go very far in that direction. Yeah, if he was a little answer. more aware of the circumstances and, and Moss coming over and wham blocking him right there, he could have avoided it in a couple ways. He could have avoided it simply by trading one for one, which means I see him coming, now I'm just going to take him out. Now I'm going to just trade one for one, and whatever happens, happens. Or I could have simply just put my hands down real quick and pressed up off of him, and I'd go through these drills – every single day in training camp. When that comes, that put that hand down, and now you can use his shoulder pads to lift yourself up. So he'll, he'll get that training when he's back healthy, and this won't happen to him next time around. This is you, know, you watch the replay, yep. Key, it, it looks like he hesitated between those two choices, right? Yeah. It looks just like go. he's going to put his hands on him, oh. and then he stops. It looks like he's going to block him, but it's too late because he changed his mind. The, the, and, and from, from my situation, and when, when, from what I see, 
I'm trading one for one. Coaches hate when you trade one for one, but I'm need I need to protect myself. So yeah. I'm just gonna trade one for one. Whatever happens at that point, let the other ten dudes make the play. It is obviously hot news because it looked like his season could be over. And it turns out he could possibly be ready for the start of the season. That's hot news when it's a big, flashy, high first-round draft pick pass rusher in New York. Plus right. being a Giants player. Hot news for you. Anything that happens to a Giants player, a single hair on their head is hot news. <laughs> we are playing Hot News or Not News here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with the great Dan Graziano. Dan, Dennis Allen says it's okay if Jameis sits out all preseason. Hot news or not news? Not news. There are plenty of teams that don't want to play their starting quarterbacks in the preseason. It's become very common practice. Jameis Winston coming off of an injury, they have to be careful with him. They want him in controlled environments, practices, right? Even if if it were a joint practice against another team, that's more of a controlled environment than a game. It's important to get Jameis Winston to the season healthy. He's already had a little bit of a of a ding here in um, in training camp, and it's better to protect him than to uh, than to expose him to potential injury at this point. It's it's not news, and and I think much like you said, Dan, I'm holding my quarterbacks out. I'm holding uh, many of my frontline veteran players out. If I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, for instance, this is a young football team. Although they made it to the Super Bowl a year ago, I want to see my guys engineer some drives, score some points. I don't want them to get complacent in this situation. But veteran guys, you always want to kind of hold them out to a degree. Agree, Key. It's called preseason for a reason. Not news. Yeah, not news. We're unanimous. All right. Aaron Rodgers says he's seeing improvement after criticizing those young wideouts last week. Seeing improvement in the Packers' young wide receivers. Hot news or not news, Dan Graziano? Got to be hot news, right? I mean, what Rodgers thinks about these guys will determine how successful they, and to some extent he will be this year. And I think, you know, if he's seeing improvement, um, then that's great. I mean, he's going to need to rely on these guys to some extent. To, to what extent, we'll figure it out as we go along. But they are going to be a factor, which is why he has been talking about them so much. I think it's interesting, you know, he set it up where, like, oh, I got on these guys and now they're looking better. So, you know, look how good I am. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to respond to that, Dan, if it's hot or not, right? But right now, for me, as a former player, it's not news to hear Aaron Rodgers say what he said after week one against the San Francisco 49ers when balls were slightly thrown a certain way, when routes were ran badly. I, I, I look at it and say, okay, Aaron Rodgers says that we need to do better. Yay, obviously you need to do better after week one. <laughs> of a preseason game and then the next game them come out and look sharper and better in week two of preseason as well as over the course of the practices leading up to week two you're going to certainly see an improvement in the skill position so it's not news to me but it's hot news to the rest of the general public I think yeah well not news to me was Aaron Rodgers gonna say oh, our wide receiving core has gotten worse since I criticize him like he's not gonna say Might. that I would say you think so dad you think he would have the I don't, think, I don't think he's going to go easy on him just for the sake of going easy on him. I think if he sees improvement, he'll see it. I, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers cares much about that. I'm with and Dan, guys, guys. Guys, I'm with Dan for this reason. Once Aaron Rodgers said what he said last week, now anything else he says about the receivers, he set it up to be hot news, right? Because either yep. like, oh, damn, they're still not getting better. He's putting them on blast. Or, okay, things are starting to turn around. But Rodgers set it up where anything he says about them now is going to be hot news. He did it. You know, like, listen, guy's good at creating uh, situations. Well, he has to, though. That's what he, that, his job now 
because the receivers are all young, and I mean, I, I yes, Sammy Watkins and, and Randall Cobb, whatever, but the other receivers are young, and he now has to become the professor in the room. He has to coach them. He has to make sure that they're on the same page with him every single day. This is for the first time, Dan, you'll see Aaron Rodgers for the first time in a long time in his career between serious sitting on the bench with them young receivers talking mm. things over. You don't normally see him doing that. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider. And the that was hot news or not news. Thank you as always, Dan. Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Boost Mobile, a proud sponsor of the 2022 Department of Defense Warrior Games. With Boost Mobile, feel the power of more money in your pocket on one of America's largest 5G networks. Check this out, guys. Coming up, Key's Real Rankings. How's this for a topic? Top quarterback rooms. Not just quarterback. Top quarterback rooms in the NFL. I'm the smartest guy in the box, so I like that too. Key's Real Rankings. Key's Real Rankings. Top quarterback rooms in the NFL. Go ahead, Key. Number nine. Sitting at number nine, the Carolina Panthers. We just saw Baker Mayfield get the starting nod over Sam Darnold. But when you look at these opportunities, Sam Darnold started games in the National Football League. So as a backup, I think he sits pretty. We all know what Baker Mayfield is. And Baker Mayfield went in there after being traded to the Carolina Panthers and took the job away from Sam Darnold, who had been with the team all the last season. I thought Sam had the edge based on that. Clearly, it didn't go that way. Now, m- let me remind you, some teams have three quarterbacks on their roster today. Some teams will carry two. Some teams will carry three. So it's not a even-steven number. Number eight. Number eight would be the Buffalo Bills. You look at the Buffalo Bills and what they have in their quarterback position. Josh Allen is certainly the leader there. Case Keenum, another guy who started a number of games in this league and had some mild success as the number two guy with the number three guy fighting for a roster spot in Matt Barkley, former USC Trojan, I might add, who has also started some games in the National Football League. So I think if anything were to happen to Josh Allen for a two- to three- to four-week period of time, those two guys could be able to hold things together to some degree for the Buffalo Bills. Number seven. Number seven is Jameis Winston. When you look at Jameis Winston paired along with Andy Dalton, who formerly was a starter for the Cincinnati Bengals, longtime starter, and then Taysom Hill, who played some games but also is listed as a tight end for the New Orleans Saints, this room means a lot. If anything were to happen to Jameis Winston – I think Andy Dalton, with these weapons and defensive players around on the defensive side, could certainly hold things together until Jameis Winston comes back. Number six. Number six. I kind of went back and forth. Maybe they're a little higher. Maybe I should have had maybe New Orleans in front of them, but I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins in Tua along with Teddy Bridgewater. I also think Teddy Bridgewater will probably wind up starting by the mid-year and Tua being benched, but that's just my thoughts. Tua's won games in this league, but they're not convinced of him at the starting quarterback position. That's why they went out and got a veteran like Teddy Bridgewater. In a different world, Teddy Bridgewater becomes the starter for the Miami Dolphins and Tua the backup. Number five. Number five is the Cleveland Browns. Now, when you think of Cleveland, you say, well, Deshaun's going to be missing for 11 games. But guess what? 
They got Jacoby Brissett, another guy who understands the National Football League and the speed of the game. He's been a backup before. He's also been a starter before. But never with a team with this type of talent on any of the Indianapolis Colts rosters. The last time we saw him with a winning program was with the New England Patriots. They also carried three quarterbacks in Joshua Dobbs, who pretty much has never played in the National Football League. Certainly has shown some pretty good flashes in the preseason thus far. Number four. Number four. This is a this is a head scratcher, I'm sure, to a lot of people. But the Green Bay Packers, and the reason they become number four, if anything was to happen to Aaron Rodgers, the amount of play that Jordan Love is, has gotten is going to get the rest of the preseason speaks volumes. Then they would be, I think, encouraged enough to go into two to three to four games if, in fact, they needed to if Aaron Rodgers would get hurt with Jordan Love at the quarterback spot. It gives him an opportunity to really see what he can do with this team. Number three. Number three of the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, and Brett Huntley. Two other quarterbacks that have very similar skill set to Lamar Jackson. It ain't not Lamar Jackson, but they doesn't have to change the playbook. We saw it last year with Tyler Huntley. He came in at times to replace Lamar Jackson. Did okay. Wasn't a poo-poo moment. He did okay. I was pretty encouraged by watching Tyler Huntley take care of business. Number two. Number two. Pat Costello will love this. The Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, home of victory. I get it. Jalen Hurts is a starting quarterback. But Gardner Minshew, the mustache, came over from Jacksonville a year ago to be the backup. He's played in this league. He's won games. If anything were to happen to Jalen Hurts, now, the skill sets aren't the same because Minshew certainly can't do what Jalen Hurts could do once he picks him up and put him down. But it still gives you, if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, some encouragement that you have a capable backup quarterback for a handful of games. Number one. And number one, James Steele, who's sitting in a TV control room, is extremely excited about the Kansas City Chiefs. Chad Henning paired with the Kansas City Chiefs. We saw what he was able to do on one play in the playoffs two years ago. He won that game against the Cleveland Browns all by himself. He's the backup to Patrick Mahomes, along with Andy Reid on the sideline, along with Eric Bieniemy. If Chad Henning had to play, a former starter in the Miami Dolphins organization, he knows what to do, a widely veteran. So that is my top nine. As you know, I change the numbers all the time. It might be three next week, Max. It yep. might be two. Like it that. might be 32. Yeah, it's Who not knows? an arbitrary number. It's how no, many deserve to be ranked. No, and I'm yeah. probably missing some people. I'm probably missing some some fan favorites, right? If, if San Francisco 49ers I've right now would be number one on the list. But you know but that, that Garoppolo's, Garoppolo's not going to be there. Yeah, yeah. You know that already. Yes. By the way, these rankings are brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call the Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. I'm interested that you have Kansas City 1. Jay, the Eagles make a lot of sense to me. I thought they were giving away Gardner Minshew, who's actually, I think, a starting caliber guy. That's an excellent backup to have for Jalen Hurts. And, and Huntley, I thought, looked really good at times. And he has a similar style to Lamar. So that, that like that's But Kansas City 1. I'm surprised by that. I was just surprised that he had Buffalo at eight with Case Keenum because we talked a lot last year with Baker going down with the injury that, you know, we had a lot of similar conversations about Case Keenum, Baker Mayfield, the same player, the same thing, right? And and Case is serviceable. So that with Josh Allen, who's in conversation to be the MVP, I mean, I thought they would be a little bit higher, Keith. Yeah, but if Josh Allen goes down, Case Keenum and Josh Allen, not the same. 
Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum in Cleveland system essentially is the same. This is a different skill set. Josh Allen is more like a bigger version of Lamar Jackson. Case Keenum ain't nowhere near Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you got to change some things. Yeah, Yeah, you got to change a lot on Case Keenum. as, as, As they like to say about certain quarterbacks in this league, they had to dummy down the offense. But That's why what they Kansas would have City to do for won? Case you think Keenum. that much of Chad Henney? It just seems like yeah, it but seems see, like if you lose Patrick Mahomes, boy, you you're you're sunk. Yeah, but here's what I would say: We're only talking about when when you are backup, Max. We're only talking. I only need you for two, three, four mm-hmm. weeks. If I get beyond four weeks, I'm probably in trouble. Right. If I had to go beyond four weeks with you as the starting quarterback, right? But I also factor in. When I'm thinking about these things, who's calling the plays? Who's the head coach? Right. What has this head coach done? Andy Reid, as a head football coach, quarterback guru, just go and think about his Philadelphia Eagle days, even his Kansas City Chief days. There's so many quarterbacks. If you needed to make some money, just go play for the Eagles for five games. Remember Nick Foles had that? Nick Foles played for maybe 11, 12 games, had 27 touchdowns. Not even Nick Foles, the resurgence of Michael, the resurgence of Michael Vick. The Detmers, okay, uh, 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 Kevin Cobb. Wait, was that with was, um, was that with Andy Reid? Yeah, Coy Detmer. Coy no, no, Detmer. I'm trying to think of Nick Foles. Was that with Chip Kelly or Andy Reid? I don't remember. Maybe Chip uh, Kelly. it was Chip Kelly. Yeah, I think it was Chip Kelly. Yeah, it was so Chip Kelly. Right. But if you but but Nick Foles played with Andy, I think in Kansas City or something. But if you look at it, those guys have always turned out court. Like he take they he would take quarterbacks off their deathbed. Yeah. It revitalized yep. them, and they go on and get millions of dollars. Speaking of quarterback rooms, guys, Adam Schefter believes Kenny Pickett. Steelers did not make Key's list. Kenny Pickett yeah. is going to be the Steelers' starter at some point this season. So should the rookie quarterback be under center week one? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. 
Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. What do you listen to when you work out, Max? It's funny because it doesn't have to be workout music for me. It could just be whatever I'm into at the moment. See, he's a, yeah, but you, what, you're talking about, come on, man. Max this is what, the owner of the basketball team. Yeah, yeah. What are the he's owners not listening the, to? Stop. Um, he's going to listen to I like Creep. that. You know I what like he's going to listen to? I like that Costa Contra song, that, uh, that Never Freestyle. I like that. Ooh. You know what Max is going to listen to? Yeah. A podcast. No, I don't know. Oh, actually, he's going to listen to a podcast. He's going to listen to a podcast of something going on in Wall Street. No, almost. He's close. Right. He's Come close. What I will do, not when, I'm, not when I'm working out, working out, but let's say I'm on the elliptical for a half hour. I will listen to, like, a lecture. Not Mark, even a podcast, see, a lecture. That, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. Have it in a minute, but yeah. When, <laughs> hey, I'm, when, when I do. When I got hey, my Max. detached retina, I started taking it easy, yeah. Same thing, though, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, same, a lecture same, yeah. versus uh, uh, yeah. po- Wall Street podcast. History of Wall ancient Greece. Yeah, but, like, seriously. But that, I will not be working out around you but for that, sure. But that's not a workout. That's just because I need to kill a half hour. I'm yeah, going to be yeah, at yeah. the same rate. I'm not going to go hard. I just need to distract myself for a half hour. Might as well learn something. That's got to be the most boring thing But if I'm working out, working out, ever. then I'm listening to hip-hop. You know? That's got to okay. be one of the most boringest thing ever. Do you even break a sweat? Listen to a dude tell you to turn to chapter eight. Come on, man, please. <laughs> <laughs> it could be interesting listening to a podcast sometimes. I can say oh, you know what I listen to the most, to be honest? Ghost. Ghost is what I listen to the most. Okay. When, I, when I work out, it doesn't even have to be workout okay. music. Stay yeah. with the podcast, man. You're, it's okay. No, but, uh, but it, are we talking about working out or the, being the on the elliptical podca- for a half hour? Lecture podcast. It's Stop fun. trying to be yeah, a... Don't uh, try to go back to Ghost. And, I'm telling you that. Max, with the I'm just honest. Podcast. I'll just tell you the truth. I'm not making it up. Yeah. Max, you need to listen to some music. Yeah, well, this is this is Ghost is on this, but this is Mark Ronson. But I have I I had I do this time to time. Yeah, you know what else? Ghost kills it on. Um, Hold up, Yates, lose it in the end, Mark Ronson. Ghost gets on. Oh, that that's a Ghost gets on it, flames it. Yeah. All right, listen. We're talking about quarterback rooms before we got sidetracked. Quarterback. (laughs) Quarterback. 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 So Adam Schefter on NFL Live. Said this, guys. I think the feeling around the league has been that Mitchell Trubisky was in line to be the opening day starter, the mm-hmm. favorite to be that guy. And when you talk to people now, here's what you keep hearing. That the young kid is, quote, unquote, coming on. And he's coming quick. Yep. And so I don't know when they're going to get to Kenny Pickett, yep. but they're going to get to Kenny Pickett yeah. at some point in the season. I think, essentially, as soon as Mitchell Trubisky has a stumble early in the season, that'll open the door to get to Kenny Pickett and get Pittsburgh a chance to go to the quarterback that seems to get better at practice every single day, mm-hmm. that seems to impress them more and more all the time, that seems to be, to use the words that I've heard over and over, coming on. And so when you look at this Pittsburgh class, rookie class, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Calvin Austin, quarterback, two wide receivers, Pittsburgh has found some young playmakers on the offense side of the football that look like they're going to be in fixtures in Pittsburgh for years to come. Wow. Should the should the rookie quarterback be under center week one, Key? No. No. I'm not getting – look, man. Dude played against the Jacksonville Jaguars second unit. Okay? Six or seven for 76 yards. Let's slow it down. You got to slow it down when you start talking about preseason backups and all those roles. At some point in time, they drafted him to be a starter, to push to be a starter. He won't – you know, if Mitch Trubisky can hold him off. Otherwise, he will be a starter. That's not 
that's not uncommon in the league when you draft somebody that you would anticipate them at some point in time taking over a situation. But he's not to the point where you drafted him, he's your opening day starter out of nowhere, he's penciled in. This is not Trevor Lawrence we're talking about. You know, this is this is a guy who is a somewhat of a project that they've got to take a look at and see what he is. I do find it funny, though, Key, because all the talk with, you know, with, with Mitch Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky, excuse Mitchell, me, yeah. you know, being in Buffalo with Brian Dable, like, remember all the talk when he went to Pittsburgh? Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, year underneath Brian Dable, and he has it all figured out. And now you're starting to slowly see that other trend pick up steam. You know, can he pick it? He can get that spot. It just it goes to show you the power of the quarterbacks in that division. And I, I keep going back to it. Which name does not belong? I mean, Pickett is with Mike Tomlin. If Mike Tomlin found something here and, and they got those receivers, especially what's his name, who's been lighting it up all preseason, uh, the receiver. George Pickens. Pickens, Pickens. Yeah, Pickett, every pick Pickens. they have. They got all the picks <laughs> with the picks. They, they maybe really got something. Wonder who's in a better position, Mac Jones with Belichick or Kenny Pickett with Tomlin. We can get into that too. Keyshawn will explain why he doesn't trust this NFL head coach coming up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.